Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody, to the Creative Rise podcast. Uh, the Creative Rise podcast without an E on the end no of... No E. On the end of creative. It's a fun story. Is, it's a story for another day. But welcome back to this. You might have thought, hey, they clickbaited me. By the way, I'm Joey. And I'm Christy. And by the way, you guys are probably like, hey, I think they clickbaited me into watching this or listening to this. I should say listening. No one's watching this. If you're watching this, I'm a little bit concerned because there's no video on anywhere. So that's a little bit freaky. But if, you, if you're listening to this, you might be going, they clickbaited me into this by saying niching down is killing my business or your business. Well, we're, we're going to sit here and say, we're, we didn't clickbait you into that because clickbait's when you say something you don't actually stand behind just to get people to click on it. And we 100% stand behind this. 100%. 100% stand by this. So we're going to talk to you guys today. We're going to talk about the problem of, of what niching does, kind of a little bit of a solution for you. Maybe what you're probably going to object with, what you might say, well, Joey and Christy, you don't understand. And we're just going to tell you, no, 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 we do understand. And then what, yeah, what that wrap up solution is so that niching down for you is just going to stop killing your business because it just truly does. So we're going to walk through a couple of points today. When you niche, you limit yourself, which kills your business in a couple different ways. So Christy, what are what's one of those ways? Yeah, absolutely. When you niche yourself, you niche yourself in creativity. That's the first one we're going to jam on real fast. When, for instance, maybe you're sitting there and you're a wedding photographer and you're like, I have, okay, I've niched myself down. I'm the most successful mountaintop elopement photographer and that is all I shoot. That's all I do. I'm doing about 40 weddings a year. Uh. <laughs> doing about 40 weddings a year and I hate my life. This is the success I was looking for, but this is not what I was expecting at all. How many people do you know, by the way, that get themselves there? Oh, I don't know a photographer who's been doing it for more than maybe four or five years that doesn't at least somewhat. I'm not going to say hate their lives. I'm just going to say a little burnt out. Yeah, totally. I mean, you've been there. I've, oh, I'll be the first one to say I've been there. I've been there just in a, a different a different niche Field. because I niched myself <laughs> into it the same way you did. But yeah, keep going. Absolutely. So when you do that, and a lot of creative business owners got into it because they're creative. And so when you pigeonhole yourself down into a hole, you pigeon yourself into a niche and then you wonder why you feel like you're stuck in a hole. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're sitting there thinking, man, I just can't look at another bouquet. But you got yourself there. And honestly, when you niche, it feels good. Right? Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, first of all, yeah, niching feels great when you start doing it. Everyone tells you to niche because it's actually a great way to accumulate a lot of quick business. Yes. And we are not disagreeing with that. That's actually um, why we are, why first and foremost, we are able to speak on this topic is because we have helped, you know, around 60 businesses to this point right now in the last eight months build profitable creative businesses that help change their lives because when your business changes your life changes we have watched people niche themselves down into a hole yep. a self-fulfilling prophecy of niching themselves into a hole multiple times and you're absolutely right you you all everyone gets to a point where they go i just i just don't want to see another bouquet or even believe this for everyone who's sitting on here going, I just want to shoot for companies like you've shot for joey like yeti and you know leatherman and ford and uber all these companies that stuff got boring to me too. Absolutely. It, it gets boring. Nothing in your creativity, in the way that your creative mind works, nothing will ever be fulfilling unless it incurs with change. Mm. I don't care what you do, but if you never change what you do, you're always going to hit a roadblock. I know so many people that you think are so successful 
who honestly still do what they do, not because they love it, but because they've got kids and they have to shoot that same product. Mm -hmm. They have to shoot those weddings. They have to do this and they have to do that. And their creativity is dead. And it's so, so draining. Yeah. So draining. Oh, you find that every time. And I've been there. Joey's been there. So, and that's the, that's honestly the first myth is that if you niche yourself, you will always love what you do. But a part of being Mm -hmm. a creative business owner is you are creative. Ideas are constantly coming. You want to be able to pursue new things. But if you're trapped in one revenue stream, then that limits the second thing we're going to talk about, Mm -hmm. which is your income. And just before you get to income, I was going to say, I've never even thought about this before, but sitting here talking, I was like, creative, what what does it truly mean to be creative? And this just came to me as we were sitting here. Like being creative is simply just being able to create change around you. Mm. Whether you're a public speaker, you're creating change. Whether you're a photographer, you're changing the outcome of that day because you're capturing it and letting it live on if it's somebody's wedding or you're changing the way a brand markets because you're able to capture something and put it on a billboard. If you niche yourself so, so deeply to where your creativity runs up, you're not creating any change anymore. And it's just, ugh. Absolutely. No, that's a great point because creativity does feel like innovation. It doesn't feel just like maximization. It's a lot of times when you just move from the innovation to maximizing, then you get bored. When you stay in innovation, you can constantly be creating something new, which I think you're spot on with. I think that's Totally. Great. Talk about income. Yeah, income. So when you niche down into one income, you're limited, right? You are choosing one revenue stream. Look at, look at 2020. <laughs> look at 2020. You do one revenue stream and a global pandemic hits you and it gets dried up in one second. I was going to say, even if you even if you don't have one revenue stream, if you have multiple revenue streams still in the same niche, yeah. Example, the wedding niche. Like took a it it felt like a train hit the wedding niche for so many people. And again, we know this because we've been working with so many people in that niche trying to help them unniche themselves fully from something that's just hanging them down. Oh yeah. If I could count the amount of Venmo requests back I've seen on Venmo with photographers, sorry your wedding got canceled. That is niching into one income stream. And hopefully that is not the only income stream you have. But if it is, that is why niching can be really dangerous, Mm -hmm. honestly. It's a quick build. Like we said, niching can build income quick. And we're actually all for speaking directly to a customer. Mm -hmm. So when we say don't niche your business, it's not that we're saying don't do that. We're just saying... Don't niche your life. Don't niche your life. Don't Don't niche your whole life. Don't niche your whole everything. Exactly. And the third thing I want to talk about is community. When you niche down into one thing, if you are only in the brand photography sector or or the restaurant photography sector or even some sort of videography or whatever it is, design, whatever. Social media management. Exactly. You are niching down into one community and most likely you are only friends with people who have also niched. So you're all in the hole together, right? You're, you're all-, <laughs> all in the hole together. <laughs> sounds a little dark, but... It sounds very dark, but it's true. Hey, Again, great people in the hole. It's a fun time. But when you when you don't have access to anybody else who's doing anything different, you really limit what you're able to do because, I mean, you become like the people you hang out around, so... Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So with all that in mind, when you add those three things together, you're niching your potential. Absolutely. Anytime you niche your potential, you're limiting your potential translation. You're actually just limiting your impact on the world. And Christy and I, more than anything, are in business to create waves, to create impact on the world. Whether that as um, if you guys know us well, if you watch what we do a lot, we love, we love, we love making money to be able to give money. That's something yeah. that's both on our, both of our hearts. Um, it's on the heart of the communities we run, the, the creative rise communities yeah. we it's run that we people are in. Do. It's why we do what we do. We've been so gifted with the ability 
ability to create excess income that we can give. And when we niche ourselves in a certain way, and if, if we were both in, let's say, again, this is not ripping on wedding photographers. This is just such a great example because of the industry and what happened to it this year. Um, and Christy is a great example of how she is, is pivoted multiple times and how she's been successful and she's risen above the fog and noise of what a niche can do to you in a time like 2020. But when you niche so, so, so specifically into something like that and then Corona hits and comes through, Christy said before, niching is like putting one leg on a table and then Corona comes in with a chainsaw and just cuts it down. <laughs> and and when you do that, you do not have the same ability. You just do not have the same ability at all to impact the world, whether it's financially, whether it's with your creative gift, when your niche pretty much disappears, your income dries up, that revenue sources are gone. It's, it's hard to stay positive in community as well. Communities fall apart. And so when you are limited by a niche, you decrease your impact on the world and impactless work this is so important. Hear us loud and clear. Impactless work leads to burnout. Mm. Very, very strongly agree with that. We know so many people that have just told us over and over again, I just don't feel like I'm creating any, any impact. And I used to like this, but as I got into it, I realized there just was no impact. There wasn't any purpose greater than myself. And that just sounds so cliche, but it's so true. Yeah. That will always lead you to burnout. Impactless work in your income, not being able to diversify your income and give is going to lead you eventually to burnout. Impactless community, meaning not being able to impact, give to a community and receive from a community is going to lead to burnout. Not being able to impact stuff with your creativity also is going to lead to burnout. So, okay, you guys have been talking about the problem. What's the solution to this? You guys are probably sitting here going, get on with the solution, Joey and Christy. So here's the solution. If you're taking notes, if you're driving in your car, pause this and use a little bit of Siri action or something. Um, if you have an Android, just stop listening to our podcast. Um, I'm kidding. But here, what I was going to say is, is, is write this down, jot notes, tell Siri to write it down in your notes, whatever that's going to be. Here is the line of the day. Niche your actions, not your business. Mm. Niche your actions, not your business. Now, you might be going, oh, well, like, what the heck does that mean? How are those different. Well, niching your actions means when you are the wedding photographer at the wedding, or you're speaking to the potential wedding client, talk to them as if you are the only person alive in that niche, and they are the only client. If you're in the brand world and you're talking to a brand, niche your actions, the way you sign a contract, the way you send them a proposal. If they ask you for a proposal, just go shoot. You know, if Here's a great example of Yeti when they were asking me for a proposal when they sent me an RFP, when I sent them back work to show them what I could do, if I sent them wedding stuff, I that's not niching my actions. I niched my accent, actions, only sent them things that applied to them and that were going to give value to them and make their business better. I niched my actions, not my business, and I still got the business, mm. right? They still gave me their business. And so it's so important. Treat your customers Treat the people online you're talking to, treat your potential leads, treat your employees, treat your situational opportunities anywhere around you, treat them as if you're niching your actions. So when Christy is, we're, I mean, you were shooting a wedding a couple weeks ago and you didn't walk in there going, hey, I run an awesome massive online community called Creative Rise and we help people build their businesses. So when their business changes, their life changes and nice to meet you, I'm here to shoot your wedding. Right. No, you showed up saying, hey, I'm so excited to shoot your wedding. This is going to be phenomenal. There is no one 
better to be shooting your wedding today that you can trust. I'm going to get everything you need and I'm going to see it the way you want it, bride. Mm-hmm. And what happened? She had the best experience with you. You niched your actions. The second you stepped out of there, we started talking about other stuff in a different business or in a completely different revenue stream. And you just jumped into that and niched yourself into that conversation. It's such a good skill to have. And it's how you diversify your business so that when tr- like tough times come, You've got, you've got strongholds. You've got more, to go back to that chair analogy or the table analogy, you got more legs on the table and it's just more fun because it creates more change more often. So, yeah. but what if, what if someone's sitting here listening to us saying, okay, that sounds all like nice. And like, if you're a superhero, but how is that actually possible? Like you have a niche because when you talk to everybody, you talk to nobody. And what if I, what if I, why do I, how do, how can I trust myself that I can handle multiple niches and be able to make that a sustainable business and not just it ending up with the same burnout. Totally. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I'm the brand guy. I love talking to people and I love building brands the world falls in love with. And one of the things we talk about all the time is confusion kills. You know, the answer to confusion is always no. And so when you talk to everyone, so if you have no niche or you don't niche your actions and you just talk to everyone, if Yeti was to send me again, that example, a you know, request for a proposal. And I was to respond to them saying, man, I can come and make you guys homemade gelato. I can take oh, photos sounds, for you. Great. I can't actually do that. I'm sorry, Christy. I can, you know, do all these things. I can take photos. I can take video. I can go take your coolers here. I could do this. I also could like maybe take your coolers to a wedding and shoot them. Like if you guys want that, like I would be talking to everyone, everyone in the market. I'd be talking to with that type of language. And when you talk to everyone, you talk to no one. So, niching your business is not the solution though to talking to everyone and ending up talking to no one. Niching your actions is the solution to talking to everyone and and talking to no one. So you really want to speak to people specifically. So the objection of, well, I'm going to niche because it just means that I can speak directly to my customer. No, no, no. Speak to your customer. Niche your actions, not your business. Do not niche your your business into a hole. And so guys, that's that's the wrap up. That's the wrap up solution is that niche your actions. Niche the way you talk to that customer, the way you send them that email, that proposal. Niche the way you talk to your, you know, um, to your maybe an employee you hired underneath the wedding side of your business or or even maybe the brand side, whatever it's going to be, whether they're just an administrative person, like treat your employees, talk to your employees in a niche with your actions, but don't niche your business. Talk to them specifically so they're clear on what they need to do. But again, niche your actions, not your business. It's game changing. Absolutely. And it was game changing for Becca. She's a, one of our great friends now. So cool. Super cool girl. Um, she was a graduate from our Creative Rise Mastermind. And if you don't know what our Creative Rise Mastermind is, it's our six-week signature program that people go through to blow up their business and they do it with an intentional community behind them. It's all about breaking the creative struggle. And so she was a graduate from our six week creative rise mastermind. She came in, she was actually an employee of a design firm mm-hmm. of somebody else. She's working for somebody else, working the nine to five. Totally not getting paid what she was worth. Too. No, absolutely not. And she came in and she had heard all her life, you got a niche. And so she came into the creative rise mastermind with, man, I got a niche down into wedding photography. And that's what I, that's what I have to do to have a successful business. And when we started really jamming with her, we're like, man, Becca, you've got so many talents. You've got so many things you could be doing. And so basically we kind of just helped her unlock this idea of you have to niche into the potential of doing more. And so now she does wedding photography, design. She does a whole myriad of things that is incredible. Shoots brands like Shoots really brands. well. She's amazing. And she she literally quit her full-time nine to five job 
in, within like a matter of weeks. It was three weeks in yes. she quit her job. And now it's been a matter of a couple months and she's now just crossed the six figure mark as a business owner. Yes. So she's now fully self-employed and she just crossed six figures where she came into stuff literally working for someone. So this transformation is only because she decided to niche her actions, not Absolutely. her business. Yes. And utilize the skills she's been given, utilize the gifts and the solutions she has for the world, and just learn how to clarify those properly to different avenues to be able to scale her business and do it well, do right. it with confidence, and do it in a way that's going to be really profitable, which turns into all these different opportunities with giving and stuff like that. So we're really proud of you, Becca. If you're listening to this, you know Ooh. we are. Um, we think the world of you. And so if you're sitting here going, oh my gosh, like I want what Becca has. I want to be able to jump into something that is my own, not niche myself into a hole. And Or maybe you might be sitting here going, I'm already niched into a hole and I need help out. Yes. We have done that with a lot of people as well. So if you're thinking that, you've got to jump into the Creative Res Mastermind. We are actually relaunching it. It's sold out every time we've done this. This is round four now of the six-week program. We're relaunching on October 5th. And so if you're listening to this before October 5th, I would encourage you, jump on over to www.creativerise, without an E on the end of creative, creativerise.com forward slash mastermind. And you can sign up for the wait list there. And then you'll be the first to know when we go live, which is going to be really fun. So it's going to be amazing. We're so excited. Um, and again, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to give us a five-star rating and written review, you can get a free iPad. We're going to choose one of you guys. Again, I don't have the iP- I don't have an iPad yet, but I think I might buy one for myself too. I think it would even make podcasting more fun if I had an iPad, to be honest. But Yeah, yeah, we can justify that. We can maybe justify, justify that. that. <laughs> but we want to give you a free iPad, um, the brand new one. So if you want to just give us a five-star rating, written review, that would mean the world to us. Even That's more, fun. if you want to get an extra you know, token in the hat, uh, just screenshot this podcast and share it on your Instagram story. Tag at Creative Rise and at Joey Spears at Christy L. Johnson, um, which is really exciting. And we will we'll get to throw in your name in there and we'll see who wins the iPad, which is going to be really cool. But That's yeah, good. if you want to get into the Creative Rise Mastermind, jump over to www. I slurred all that. www.creativerise.com forward slash mastermind. And we will see you on the wait list there because that's really exciting. So absolutely. Anyways, this has been a fun episode. Um, we really hope you guys niche your actions, not your business, because we know it's going to help you break the creative struggle. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.